Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. This is Radio Free Mormon on the air, broadcasting behind enemy lines. Tonight's episode, part two of MTC Sex Scandal, The Recordings. In part one, we played the recording of the initial report that McKenna Denson made to BYU Police Department back in early December of 2017 regarding her allegation that she had been raped in the basement of the Missionary Training Center when she was a sister missionary back in 1984 by the Missionary Training Center President Joseph Bishop. After receiving that report from McKenna Denson, BYU PD drove from Utah down to Arizona to confront Joseph Bishop in his own home and interview him regarding that allegation. This interview was conducted in the living room of Joseph Bishop's home in Arizona. Once again, it has taken Radio Free Mormon two years to obtain this audio tape, which finally, after protracted litigation and negotiation and mediation, is made available to the public today, April 7th, 2020, at 2 o'clock Mountain Time. This recording will be released at that time. So here is the audio recording of the approximately one hour interview conducted by BYUPD with Joseph Bishop back in early December of 2017. Play the tape. Friends, how, how are you doing? How are you, how are you? Come on in. All right, thanks. Oh, sorry, I'm. Just got out of bed. Oh, you're good. Okay. I'm Sergeant Nelson. I'm with BYU Police Department. This is Detective Long. Come and sit down. Thanks. You're expecting us, I bet. Were you? I never know what to do about it. All right. <laughs> Let me turn on a light for us. Okay, thank you. You want to meet over there and you here? Or? Um, either way, whatever you're comfortable with. Okay. You mind if I take my jacket off? Please. Sorry. <laughs> well, it's all right. Just got out of the hospital a little while ago. Oh, what? How long ago was that? Oh, it's last week. Oh. <laughs> My heart, so it's. All right. Yes, that is not good. So you probably know why we're here, right? Pardon me. So you, do you know why we're here? I have no idea. I have an idea, but I. You just tell me. All right. Do I need an attorney? Well, you know that's totally up to you. I can't advise you either way, but I think there's needs to be some things that need to be. Um. You probably ought to talk to us about. Okay. You had a visitor a couple days ago. And her name? Mm-hmm. What? She goes by... Okay. I know her. So, she, uh... She called us, and... I told her, told us her side of what had happened. So we're here to get your side of it. So did you meet with her? Yes, I knew. Okay. I was in the MTC. She was a, a missionary there. Okay. When um, when were you at the MTC? 
my memory isn't as good as it was. I'm 85 and nearly 86. Mm -hmm. But it seems like it was 83 to 86. 83 to 86. What was your capacity 83, there? 83 to 86. I was president. Okay, so you're president of the MTC? Mm hmm. Okay. So, how did you know? Um, she was, uh, um, I can't remember how it started, but she was, uh, she had had some uh, problems. Uh, it seems like, I think it was her father or stepfather had abused her. And at that time, uh, so she came in to talk about that. I think that's how I met her. Okay. So, did, were you aware of that abuse before she got there, or? Pardon me? Were you aware of the abuse before she got there, or was it when she no. got there, she had? No, she came in. Oh, okay. Some, some way, that, that was the foundation of her struggles with life. Oh, gotcha, okay. So what was your relationship? How'd that go? Well, it started off counseling, mm -hmm. trying to help her, type thing. So she seemed... Well, that, that's about it. Okay. So where did uh, things escalate from there? I think that's a good way of putting it. Okay, how did it escalate? Well, um, I really don't know. It just, it just, uh, she, Just one one item after another would come in and that kind of thing. So, how many times did you meet with her? Did you did you meet with her like one on one, or how did? So there was times when you were alone with her. Yes. Okay. And so it sounds like that that relationship, that friendship, whatever it was. It got physical? Yes. Okay. And how, how did that, can, can you tell me about that? What I remember of it and what she remembers of it is not the same. Oh, that, you know, there's always two sides. You know, that's why we're I'm here. I'm trying so. to be honest. Is, see, my, my position is I'm, I'm not, I've got a heart condition. Mm -hmm. 85, I'm not going to be around much longer. Sure. So what I say here needs to be, well, it does anyway, based upon this truth, because I'm going to be making my meeting my maker mm -hmm. pretty soon. I want what I say here to be reflected there. I don't know how that's going to turn out. But, <laughs> None of us do. 
You know, and as, as priesthood holders, I, I think that um, probably the best thing you could do is just to be honest. You know, let's just put it out. I don't, I don't know if you've ever had any trouble with that. Have you ever talked to anybody before about this? Yes. Okay. Uh, ecclesiastical or law enforcement or ecclesiastical. Okay. So it was never dealt with. This is the first time it sounds like you've ever talked to law enforcement. This is the first time with law enforcement. Okay. So tell so okay, so things escalated. You're you're the president of the MTC. Mm-hmm. Um, she has some issues more like we say past abuse or something from a Well, she she'd been abused. She was seemed to be very street smart. Mm-hmm. She'd had a baby out of wedlock. And there was Obviously struggling with that. Okay. So then, what? what how did things go? What happened? There's so much. I, the little things like... She... Uh, I remember one occasion, she... They called me and uh, said that she had gone over to the temple She was in a wedding dress, and it was just a fun thing that she was doing with some of the other missionaries, role-playing and getting married, etc. At the temple? Yeah. So, Like on the temple grounds, or were they inside the temple? The temple grounds. Okay, all right. I don't remember much of (laughs) it, except that I I went over to the temple, got her, brought her back, and told her, you know, wasn't appropriate, mm-hmm. etc. She then she came in one time and told me, I'm talking about hearsay of her. What I remember of her saying things saying. to me. And then there's the other side of what I did. So mm-hmm. she had uh, Some kind of uh, escapade with some guy, and uh, there was intimacy at the MTC or somewhere no, else. No, somewhere else. Oh. I just remember her telling me about it. And this guy, they'd, they'd been intimate, but I don't think there was intercourse. There was everything but intercourse, as she was explaining. But she was telling me about he, apparently there was a crib in the room wherever they were, and that was, uh, he had fathered a child, and so she was telling me that this was going on when he was, you know, she wasn't, she was saying, she wasn't happy about his, his um, approaching her when he impregnated another lady, and you know, that's just one of the little things that she she'd had a checkered life. She, I remember another thing she said was that, and she couldn't remember this. We talked about it. Um, 
just left me. Just trying to bring it up now. Bottom line, well, and she'd had, and she couldn't remember this, and this is, I don't understand this, but uh, she'd had, uh, she'd gone to uh, church somewhere and got uh, an operation the church paid for some way mm-hmm. to have breast enhancement, which led to the what? Was and, this, and I know that to be true. Was this before or after? It was during this whole process. It, while she was at the MTC? or She was still at the MTC. So she had a breast augmentation while at the Prior MTC? Prior to. Prior to. Prior to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Prior to the MTC. Okay. And, and this I feel confident. I talked to her about it and she just laughed that this was, uh, this was not the case. Because a man, uh, somebody, a church official called, and he was upset that the church had paid for this, did I know this kind of thing. And I tried to defend her because it was, one, already done. Uh I don't know how you take that away. So then what was your involvement? At what point? It sounds like there was a lot of drama you know, around her while she was at the MTC. Mm-hmm. What, um, so what led to the point to where, you know, you got involved with her? Um, my, my marital life wasn't going well. So there was that kind of intrigue on the side. So I had... My office was sometimes very busy, so I found a place where I could go and do some, do my work without too much interruption. It was kind of, used to be in, I don't think it's in a basement, but it's the back end of the MTC storage kind of place. I used to go there quietly to, to work. In the main admin building? Was the end of the admin building, looking north. So if you went to the north end of the, kind of by the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, at the end of the cafeteria. Okay. Smelly place. It was near the cafeteria and all the. Well, it wasn't too smelly, but anyway, I don't remember how whether I invited her, whether she just came, but I was there and she came and um, we talked about, I talked about, she talked about, I can't remember, but the breast augmentation, I got, I wanted to I wanted to see her breasts, how they operation, etc. A couple of reasons. One, just being the natural man. That was one thing. The other thing was, I thought maybe if, maybe that would be a good thing for my marriage. 
I don't know why I thought that, because my wife was not, you know. So it's probably the natural man more than anything else. But she... Maybe exaggerated because of the struggles of having your wife. Probably, but I don't want to blame that. I, I have to take responsibilities for me. And I'm just, as much as I, as best I can, bringing up my recollection of that. Okay. Anyway, she, she uh, exposed herself that way, and I saw her breasts. I don't remember touching them. I might have. I just don't remember any more than that. This is the part that she doesn't remember. She accuses, she accuses me of trying to rape her. I don't have any, any recollection, anything like that. She said I tore her, her blouse or something like that. That, I, that didn't happen in my, in my mind. What kind of physical contact happened in that room that you remember? That's, I'm telling you all that I remember about it. I don't remember kissing, hugging, embracing, embracing rather, anything like that. She has a different story on this, and I don't, you know, he said, she said. But the point that I'm making, it was not appropriate for me to even be there with her in that room. She uh, intrigued me because she was experienced. And I could talk to her about my lack of uh, fulfillment in the marriage. So you talk about blaming my wife. <laughs> I'm trying to just do the best I can, be no. as honest as I can. You're fine. So did you, so you and sister, how many times would you say before it led up to this? Had I met with her? Had you met with her privately? You see, you talked about yeah, maybe some personal stuff on your side of it. I can't answer that. I don't remember. Okay. What, um, what, how was that room set up? Oh, it was a storage room, as I recall. Had a little had a table where I could work and etc. What else was in there? So you had a table. I I can't remember. Just an old storage room. Um, Maybe a workroom type. So you don't re you don't remember anything else being in there. Oh. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff there that I do not remember. Who had access to that room? Oh, they, uh, I'm, I'm assuming that uh, the maintenance people. Okay. It was just kind of not in use when I, I don't know how I even was not looking for it, but it came up one time and I there, I can, I can go there and get some work done and is there work that you could do in there that you couldn't do in your office? The type of work I could do there was 
was the quiet meditation work of we have this problem, we have this problem, and I could do this, I could do that, and, and how to work with it, you know, that kind of thing. It was the quiet type of thing. Was there a uh, telephone in that room? No. Was there a TV in that room? No. Was there a chair in that room? Must have been, because I, I didn't stand up to work. Okay, so possibly there was for sure a table? You said you'd mentioned that earlier. I can't remember whether it was a table or a workbench, but some, yes. Some type of, some okay. Type of table. And possibly a chair? Yes. Was there a bed in there? No. There was no bed? Okay. Um, well, this was work one time. Mm -hmm. Was there a... Um, a uh, VCR in there. Okay. So it sounds like that there was some type of a workbench or table and, and possibly a chair. Was there any other storage items in there? I, I don't recall. Okay. So from the time that you just entered that, that storage closet, uh, what was the it? Was a, it was a room. It wasn't a closet. Oh, it was, it was an actual room. Okay. Oh, yeah. Did it have like a mechanical boxes? A what? Mechanical box and wiring. Uh, anything like that? Or was it just a storage? Or At best I recall, brother, it was a... Storage slash mechanical workroom type thing for maintenance. Wasn't a was it kind of a smaller room or well that'll just bring through. It's about this it's like we call about the size of where we are now, maybe a little bigger. Okay, just a little space right here. Yeah. Okay. What um bigger what do you think the duration of the time was from the time you entered that room to the time that you had left? Oh, I visited the room. No, I'm sorry, when you entered with Sister that day, to, you said that you... I don't know. You don't remember, the, you don't recall the time. Okay. So let me just kind of recap so I got get it right. So you, um, you don't know if she, if she followed you, if you invited her? Or... No, no, no. I'm sure it wasn't. Uh, I'm sure that... She didn't uh, follow me. I'm trying to take responsibility. And I appreciate it. I don't remember how it occurred, but I don't think she followed me in. Okay. I think it was like my invite or something that got us there together. Okay. So then did you ask her to expose her breasts? Or yes. I, okay. All right. I'm, I don't remember it, but I'm sure I did. Okay. I mean, it just was... And for the... Okay, so you enter the room, you, you ask her to expose her breasts, you say that she... Did she willingly... Did she... You said she had pulled up... As I recall, she just pulled up her... I don't... No, that's fine. No, that's... Any, I don't think she took any clothes off. Okay. So it sounds like she could have pulled up a blouse or a shirt or something that yeah, she was wearing. As I recall, like that. 
Did you see bare skin or was it yes. the garments or what? So it was bare skin? Yeah. I, I think so. Okay. So after she pulls her shirt up and exposes her breasts, what happens after that? Mm, nothing. Do you make a comment? You say you don't remember well, I'm touching, sure I made but a comment. Um, I don't remember anything other than that. Mm -hmm. She then left. Here's where our stories. She then, she said that I tried to rape her, and I would have, except I couldn't get an erection. Uh, the one thing that was clear in my mind through this was the sin of, of intercourse wasn't going to happen. I wasn't. I was titillated to the point of wanting to see her breasts, but I would not, I don't, I could not have, my mind's eye couldn't have done that. It would be too crossing the line. Mm -hmm. So I was playing around with firecracker. So you said you, you couldn't have done it because you couldn't get no erection? My, my, no, no, that's her story. Oh, that's her story? Okay. I couldn't have done it because of um, my belief that that would have been beyond what I could have done. I, I, I wouldn't have done that. When you say titillated, uh, you, you think you had an erection? Did you have an erection I then? I don't remember any of that. Okay. Uh, that's probably the wrong word. So how, how can you just... It was interesting to me to talk to somebody who has had all, all of that experience in life and how she felt about it. it kind of helped me through my stuff because uh, the physical part of our marriage was where, where we didn't see eye to eye. So how, how would you be able to, like how do you explain why there's um, such a difference in your remembering of what happened and what she is remembering what happened? I have two, two thoughts. One, that it was so serious that I buried it, which is possible. Two, uh, that it's, I, I had an, I, in the, my work at the MTC, we often had, not often, but we had uh, sisters come in who have been abused. And through that counseling, not with me, but with our counseling department, I found that sometimes uh, telling the story gets augmented and pretty soon 
the sisters have a firm conviction that this happened when it may or may not have. The sisters or with elders? The sisters that had been abused, the sisters that came and go, you know. I do know that's the case. I have a friend who was accused by his daughter of abusing her. There apparently it wasn't true, but she had in her mind a father loving her was transformed to abuse. I don't know, brethren. I wish I did. I have absolutely, all I can tell you is I have absolutely no memory, absolutely no memory of that at all. All I remember is her raising her blouse to show me her breasts. I'm sure I asked for that. I can't imagine that she would just do that without that. But, but I don't remember any of the other. And she does. And I, and I have to... I'm in a quandary about that. So she leaves the room. Do you ever have any verbal or physical contact with her again after that incident? Or what was what happened after that? What was the relationship like? I I don't remember. Okay. Now this sounds I don't remember, I don't remember. I don't remember. Which is not uncommon a lot of things I remember, but you I think I remember that. No, she left and I left and we parted that way. And you don't remember having any more contact with her? Any more one-on-one sessions or anything? No, no, no. Okay. Do you remember where she was going on her mission? I don't remember. Okay. So do you remember pulling her out of her classrooms? Like to go meet with her? She said that too. I do not remember that. I'm not saying it's not true, because I... You just don't remember. Well, she had troubles. She had problems. Mm-hmm. So I might have, may have pulled her out to find out more. I know she, she mentioned that to me, too. Did you ever uh, bring any other sisters down to, the, to that room? Were you prepared? Not that I recall. Not that I recall. She said, I had. I don't recall that. She was the one that... Do you remember Sister... I do. She also... was the one that... uh, I got a call one day and they said, and uh, that's how I met. Um, I wanted to get her some help, and I'd had a hard time getting a budget increase to get some professional help. So I went to and told him the story and asked I'd asked before and it was turned down. 
So that that was uh, that was my concern. And we got an uh, increase in budget to hire somebody. I sought counseling. At that time, we were using um, um, a man from the army, a chaplain. But he didn't have the training that we really needed for these serious problems. I, I didn't think, and I, and I think he would say the same. And I found, I think his brother was his name, I hired him and uh, he took over in therapy. Did you pay for that? No. Who, who paid for that? The church. So the church paid for Brother... Mm-hmm. Okay. No, he was then on salary. Oh, he was he, he was an employee a, and... He was an employee of the, uh, of the MTC. So he was hired specifically for... He was hired, not specifically for... But as a, at the MTC as a, a crisis worker or a mental health or counselor? Right. Or, counselor. Okay. What's his name? Mm-hmm. Okay. He uh, came to my office and said that uh, in case what he wanted to do was keep her in a good environment. Um, she had a uh, recollection of, uh, seemed like an uncle. She'd been, she, she, her thing was she was sexually abused by uh, several members of her family. Maybe an uncle, maybe a stepfather, maybe a father. I don't remember that, but she had that problem. He didn't want her to go back into that environment, apparently. So he said, let's keep her here at the MTC. Uh, so she's in the environment. Um, Was there anything that happened between you and Yes. She came in one evening, wanted a back rub. I gave her a back rub that was not not planned, not it was a surprise to me. But anyway, it was it was um, towards the buttocks area, also about whole back, and then that we stopped, and she went and she, I thought, wow that. That was not appropriate. That was my best. That was not appropriate. So was that back rub? Was it on the clothes, over the clothes, um, no, or something over else? Over clothes. So was there skin to skin contact? I don't recall, but I don't think so. So it was a back rub um, that worked into the lower back. Well, the whole back and ended up down lower than. It should have been on the on the buttocks or something else. Yeah. And did it move to the front of her body? No. No, no. Okay. Did it go anywhere besides her her buttocks? I don't. That was about it. Okay. Was anything said between you and her about that? She came back and and was. I, I don't remember, but there's something about uh, that uh, we discussed it, and she was. I, I said, "Okay, we're just part of the family. I'm sorry." That's, I don't know as I said, "I'm sorry." Mm -hmm. I, I don't remember except that we we explained it away. 
and she seemed fine, and I felt I felt okay, um, except for the fact that it had happened. And, sure, and yeah. feel okay about that. Mm-hmm. Um, have you kept in contact with? No. Okay. Where's she from? Do you remember? It was uh, from. I don't recall that either. It seemed to me like it was someplace like that. I'm not. I better not comment on that because I don't know. Oh, it's fine. No, it's. Um, you know if she ever got married after her mission? Yes. And, okay. And I think uh, she got a job as. Dredging uh, it up here. Uh, okay. And she ended up marrying. Was not a member of the church. She she taught him the gospel. He turned. Uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know, where was this at? Was she? Pardon me? Where, where was she? Wherever they lived, I don't remember what it was. Oh, okay. That's kind of a cool story. I think it is. Yeah. Do you think, did they stay married? Did they have well, kids? To my, and... to my... To my recollection, there, there it was a good marriage. They're still married. Oh, I, good. I didn't, that didn't track out. Sure, no, that's that's cool. That's good. Do you remember her last name? Her married name. Her married name. No. Okay. Uh, but she was from possibly. I don't know. Wasn't Utah though, right? It was. No. Okay. All right. Um, so. Uh, this is quite a few years ago. Since then, I'm sure you've, um, you know, been through your fair share of temple recommend interviews. And did your wife ever know about this? The thing? Yes. No, not but the. With just one of them. With either one of them. I don't think so. So you never, you never cleared that with your wife then. It never was something that. Okay. No, it wasn't, uh, it was a thing of, no, I did not. Okay. And, <clears throat> but you said you, you took care of it ecclesiastically? Yes. Through both, a bishop or cases. somebody else? Bishop. Was it somebody higher than that? Was state president? Or was it while you were a mission president? Or at what point in your life did you try to make that right? You know, did you, oh, right away. Were you still the MTC president when you? Yes. Do you remember who you who you talked to about it? I don't. Did you stay on as president after you? Had, yes. So you you continued on with your duties as the MTC president. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the MTC president, would you? Uh, is your hierarchy one of the? Pardon me. Like, uh, is it? MTC I'm a little president. Okay. Is the MTC president? Would you necessarily go to a bishop to resolve that, or would you go to? Uh, I had. I, att- I attended a ward. I don't remember how where. I went. But it was an appropriate. I see. So okay. ecclesiastical. So probably a bishop. Probably. 
life is hard to understand for me. I have had, this is an aside, I've had so many blessings, it pains me to think that I was wayward. I've had spiritual experience of the MTC being one of them. We reorganized the whole MTC. The uh, story of that is uh, when I took over there, I had this deep feeling that we needed to improve the process, the program. So I took the directors of instruction on an off-site workshop and I said, teach me. I need to know everything that's about the MTC. I'm new. I don't know. You tell me. And in that process, I asked, how can we improve? It wasn't planned. It was, you know, just trying to get up to speed with my responsibilities. And I remember they, there was no answer to that. They were fine, President. We're fine. And I thought, they know, because they're here, they've been here, they've seen presidents come and go. Um, and so everything's fine. Nevertheless, that concern was ever with me. I just, we need to do something. I didn't know what, didn't know how. But I called another offsite workshop and this time I said okay tell me what we want the missionary to be able to do to think believe after their training talk to me about that and they everybody got excited and they had all kinds of ideas I was up on the board writing and and we ended up with everybody being excited about what we call the, the profile of the missionary, which detailed uh, what they wanted to have happen. Then I took the profile back to my office. This is part of the escape to a place to look at, think, and you, know, and you don't need to... No, that's fine. I'm, no, that's trying, I'm just telling you my life now, how it's made me ashamed and at the same time anyway so what I did was I found there was about a 40% mismatch between what they wanted to have happen to the missionary and what was actually in the training program so then I went back I had another is this one wrong or is this one wrong because they both can't be right if we are training here and yet we think we want to do this, how do we reconcile that? That ended up in um, uh, deep analysis of the, the program of the MTC. We call that the, uh, the, the mission statement of the MTC. It was, a, the statement was a great improvement over what we were doing what we wanted to do then, now united, 
I didn't have, I think with the exception of one, maybe one person, it was a united front that we wanted to get this. Took it to, and that started the process of, and he was then moved from the missionary, he was the executive director of the missionary department of the church. As a 70, is that right? As a 70. Mm -hmm. No, yes, as a 70. First council, first quorum, rather. And said, would you like to? He's ambivalent. He wanted to do it, then the next week he didn't want to do it. And finally, okay, we, we won't do it. But then he was moved, and I went to him and said, would you like to hear this our work for the last two and a half years. But, and I also told him, but, but you should know that before you answer, had heard it and turned it down. So you're not going blindly and not going around anybody, that type thing. And uh, he said, come see me Thursday, got a half an hour. said to me, Joe, if you don't care who gets the credit, I think I can punch this one through. Well, the answer was, oh, who cares about the credit? This isn't that at all. He was asking me because I put my life's blood into it. And I had enough experience to know that I Joe Bishop, president of the MTC, a presidency that changes every three years, didn't have the clout with all of the general authorities, but that did. He took it to who had a lot of clout, and he was the next in line to. I'm way too busy. I'm saying too much about (laughs) stuff that's irrelevant. But it goes back to trying to find peace in my life. What are your fears? Pardon? What are your fears with this? My fear is I'm, I don't know how I'll be judged. I want to be with my family. I don't know if that can happen. Um, I don't want my family saddened because of my, my foolishness. Asked the same question. I gave her the same answer that Yeah, I don't want to bring sorrow and hurt to any more people. I need pain. It's my suffering. I've done everything that I can, I think, through the years to figure out my life. That's why I'm telling this little story about how I was inspired, I was inspired. It wasn't my experience, my background or anything. To ask those questions, I was inspired to redo the, the whole training program of the MTC. Those things I know to be true. Then I put me in this other light and say, what in the world were you thinking, Joe Bishop? You've had this experience and many others. Same thing as mission president in Argentina. We went from 
30 baptisms a month up to 400 a month while I was there, all through inspiration, all through counsel of others. What was I thinking? You see, I've had all of these experiences. Well, that's just it, right? I mean, Pardon? That's just it. Everybody will do good things, I've had, but they still will make mistakes. We all do that. We all do that, but I've had bigger experiences, at least as I can tell you, uh, my patriarchal blessing is just very specific. You will do this, 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 this. It's not common in patriarchal. All of that's happened except one revelation that I haven't received. And I know that that could never come or that could come on the other side. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm mad at me for having felt the Spirit so strongly and have acted foolishly. So, Brother Bishop, I, yeah, I, I agree. I think, you know, Heavenly Father uses us to do great things here. And, and you pegged it. We're all the natural man. And that, that's just the way it is. Um, I think right now, and you said this earlier, you're, you know, you're 85. Life on this earth is, you know, it's coming to an end quickly. I also have a heart condition. You have a heart condition. Um, I'm not, I'm here to be close to family. They check in on me. Mm -hmm. So, I'm sorry, uh, I'm not. No, you're fine. No, you're fine. So I'm going to ask you something. Yes. That we're asking our Temple Recommend interviews. Is, is there anything else that, that we need, before we walk out that door, that, that you know, that, that, we, that we need to know to, to make this right? Uh, is, is, you know, whether it was at the MTC, in South America. Okay, let we, me tell you the story. We just, right now is a time for you. Right. right. We're going to walk out of here and this is... I understand. This is your opportunity. You're kind of, you're kind of like my ecclesiastical <laughs> leaders right here. Uh, when I was uh, president of the MTC, excuse me, of Mission in Argentina, each time I had an, an event in my life that was not right, I went to my bishop. And I, I think I've taken care of all those things. But in Argentina, uh, we had changed the dynamics of the mission. We were baptizing more than the adversary wanted to, us to baptize. And one of our sister missionaries started to have uh, problems with evil spirits. In giving her a blessing, I ended up with that, the evil spirits plaguing me every day. Gave me a blessing, his favorite state president gave me a blessing didn't work. I still was, you know, went to him and I said, okay, I want to confess everything that I can think of. And I went through everything I then could think of. And, and, uh, and he stopped me and said, well, haven't you? And I said, yes, I have, but I want to make sure, I want to make sure. So in answer to your question, I did that 
way back when. And I, every incident has been talked to a bishop. I'm not sure that the bishop heard the severity of it, but yes, I had in case, in case, and other cases through my life, uh, confessed everything. So you say every case, um, are these sexual cases? Well, everything that needed to be talked about. What about, um, so law enforcement, you, you, were there other cases that we need to be aware of? I mean, there, there's talking to your bishop and there's, there's where you cross that line, there's criminal activity. No. What am I, speaking of the criminal activities, what might happen to me? That's, uh, that is a very valid question, and, you know, we, um, we're not going to put you in cuffs and haul you away. We're going to walk out that door. We're going to uh, give this to the city, the uh, county prosecutor in, in Utah County, and let them make the decision on it. So I don't know, to be honest with you, I can't answer it. I don't know what's going to happen. So that's, you know, right now we have, we've talked to her and we've talked would, to would you. Speak? Oh, I'm sorry. So right now we've, we've talked to, and, um, she called you, I assume. Yep. She called and made a formal police report and that's why we're here. And so now we Was talked that recent? to Yeah. We just found out about it. Drove to, drove to. And, um, and then depending on what you say and what she says, then there's there, a difference there for sure. Yeah. And so. To, to resolve those differences, then perhaps there may be investigations of interviewing uh, multiple individuals that maybe have had a part into it, possible witnesses. I don't know many like individuals. That. Thank you. Yeah, so we, we try to do a thorough job looking into both sides. I know. And then the prosecutors will have to determine whether, if there's enough evidence to file charges or not. And the charges might be what? Well, she's accused you of um, more physical and forceful contact, including rape. Including rape? Yes. Or attempted rape? Well, rape, rape is just any penetration at all. It doesn't even have to be lengthy well, I, or it, anything it, at all. In my mind, it didn't happen, so... lied to me. <laughs> In what way? We had this meeting. I apologized. Um, and she uh, she wanted to know if she's mad at the church. And I understand why. Because she took this case, my case, currently there. And uh, I never heard from her. So she thinks the church is not only this, but she's had trouble, you know, she's struggled with the church. And with her husband, uh, they're now divorced, and I don't know what happened there, but 
she's mad at him because he was a good LDS guy to talk gospel doctrine and she, anyway, I don't know the details of that. But she, uh, where was I going with this? Just that she had lied to you? Oh, so I, I called her back. She said, did he ever approach you? And I said, no, he never did. And then I got to thinking later that, that uh, someone had called me that probably came from the office and I had told them about what I'm telling you and that I had taken care of it ecclesiastically the same way that as if you were my bishop today. And, uh, and she, and so I said, don't blame, I was trying to say, don't blame the church, don't blame me. That I, we need, I need to be fair. That probably came from him. So he did follow up on your case. And so then she said, well, I've decided, because we talked also about, I didn't want my children and my grandchildren to be devastated with the actions of my actions. Didn't want that to happen. Um, it seems kind of popular today. All the news is about wayward men and their reactions in the political arena and all over the place. And I know what it does to those families. I'm looking at that and saying, wow, that, that's there. She said <coughs> that she had decided uh, not to, that she, she said that she accepted my statement of, of she'd forgiven me in the work. She, she, she said that, not for, forgive me. And I thought, anyway, I told her this other thing about, and that's the last conversation. You know, she called us before she met with you. And I, she didn't tell us that she met with you. Oh, oh, Until we, you know, until right before. So if she made a police report and then met with you without us knowing. Oh. And so, but because she made that report, oh. we're bound by of course. our duty, you know, to follow up with that amount that we did. Well. So, so do you think she's making this up? That there was no physical contact? You know, I do not. But I don't think she's accurate. I don't think she... I think it's the syndrome type thing that uh, that I've heard about. You think that a mental illness is causing her Well, you want to, you want to, this happened, this happened, when it didn't really happen. She wanted to accuse me of rape. Didn't happen. But what did happen was the foundation for her to try to, oh, try, that sounds like a, casting blame on her. This girl has had a lot of problems in her life, baby out of wedlock. She's a, she's kind of like a, a feminist 
and you know, uh, you know she's going to get you. She's going to life, not me, but life. It's she's not going to put up with it. And she's very tough. She's very tough. She's been through a lot. In the MTC, my heart went out to her. She's just been through a lot. Very street wise. She told me the story of, and she, I mentioned. Or are you, did you have bikers? She told me the story that uh, this the male that had abused her when she was younger, uh, that she had some biker friends and they were going to go beat up on him type thing. So she was for retribution. And uh, she, she told me the same thing. What, but she couldn't remember. She said she didn't have any biker friends. Well, what is it, a story that she told way back when? So this story was something that came out of at the MTC and not yeah. this last meeting. Oh yeah, no, okay. way, way right. back when. I'm just trying to put it in context. She asked me if what she believes, I suspect she believes it. Is it true? I suspect it isn't. Maybe my memory's faded. But brethren, as honest as I can be, that never happened. Absolutely, unequivocally. So you're saying you have no memory of that at all? No, and I don't think it was something I could have done. What happened is what I've told you. So, does she believe it? I think she does. Is it right? I don't. No, it's not thing. I, I, I just can't believe that. I know what happened. And I wouldn't. I couldn't have forgotten that. I can't. I didn't forget the other. Why would I forget something? I've been as honest as I can be. Well, we appreciate you talking to us. Pardon me? We appreciate you talking to us. Well, I recognize that, you know, you hear the stories that if the FBI comes talking on your door, you better get an attorney. Well, my attorney is upstairs. My, I don't know what's going to happen. But I didn't want to harm the people around me. I, I have a lady I was going to marry, and she's struggled with life also, and the church. And I've been working trying to help that along. And she will come, if this comes out to her, that will end our plans to be married, for sure. And, uh, I mean, you can, I don't think it's just, in a way, to damage other people. You do what you want here that's appropriate. But to harm all of my, my children, my grandchildren, my fiance, beyond the pale, I think, for what I recall of the incident. I think it's just foolishness on my part, and, but I don't know. But that's as honest as I can mm -hmm. be. I've got one last question. Sure. 
Are you circumcised? Yes. Okay. She said I was or wasn't. Well, good. Yes, I am. Okay. I do not believe that. Most of us are, but that's... She's got a case there, hasn't she? Any other questions? <clears throat> no, I don't think so. Any questions for us, Brother Bishop? Timeline. Probably after the first of the year, I'm thinking by the time you hear something, yay or nay, could be February. That's nice. That's suffering time. <laughs> it is suffering time. Well, I'll leave you a card. Then let me make sure we get your contact. We have your address. Well, what's a phone number we could reach you? Okay. And it's uh, Joseph Layton Bishop. That's my proper name. Okay, and your date of birth is... Okay. Yeah, we'll be, uh, we'll be in touch with you. At some point, um, depends on how much further the investigation goes. I don't know what else I could say. Well, if there's anything you can think of, um, Thank you, sir. there's a card there, you can get a hold of us. If there's anything you want to call us about. I think I've told you everything I can dredge up. Okay. We'll, we'll, we won't leave you hanging. As soon as we find something out, we'll, we'll give you a call. We'll let you know. Please. Yes, for sure. Well, I mean, yes, I'd like okay. that. Yep. All right, we'll get, uh, we'll get out, of your, out of your hair. Okay. Thank you for your time, sir. <laughs> Thanks, you. Thank you, sir. Thanks for talking with us. Glad you found my little house. It's yes, <laughs> I know it's nice. It's a great community <laughs> here you're in. Well, it's great there. Thank you. This concludes our interview with uh, Joseph Bishop. The time is 9.14 a.m. It's December 5th, 2017. So that was the one-hour interview that BYUPD conducted with Joseph Bishop back in early December of 2017. In the third segment to this podcast, I will be releasing a collection of three additional audio recordings that I obtained as part of this lawsuit. Please stay tuned because things continue to get more and more interesting. Until next time, this is Radio Free Mormon, signing off the air.